This is episode 505 from May 2018, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening song is uh, Going to the Chapel of Love by the Dixie Cups, and we're going to have a wedding in this fight, uh, because what would marriage be without fighting? Just just ask JR. Uh, before we get there, I want to give uh, some shout-outs to people that help support this podcast and make it possible each and every month. They do that through our Patreon page. And our newest Patreon member is Lee. So thank you, Lee, for signing up. Also, uh, Christopher, Nick, Stuart, Stephen, John, David, Michael, Andrew, Laura, Brian, Craig, Frederico, Ricky, Thomas, Michael, and Spider-Gwen also help support this podcast and website each and every month through Patreon. So thank you very much. If you would like to support this podcast, if you enjoy it and you enjoy our website, log on to our front page at Spider-Man Crawlspace. Dot com, and look on the right-hand side for the Patreon button. Also, look for the Patreon button at the very bottom of every article on the front page. And you can uh, get your name mentioned and also some cool perks. All right, gang, let's get on with the fight. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our May Friday Night Fights with George. What's going on, George? Oh, not uh, not much. Uh, this month we're covering um, Absorbing Man and Titania. Oh, no, wait. My memory's gone. We're covering Mirage. <laughs> and the the wedding of <laughs> Betty and Ned. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go ahead and talk about this now. Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> and introduce JR first. Oh, hello, JR. What's going on, sir? Yeah, and uh, I'm the one who's picked on my age and approaching similarity. <laughs> uh, Dude, uh, we don't even start these things until nine, and you talked for four hours. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it from you. I had a lot of history to cover. I had oh. a lot of history. You know, it, it's allegedly May, and Symbiobro wants to know how the Infinity War movie was. <laughs> All right, so um, last month. You ha- you heard me refer to a fight uh, uh, between Spider Man and a- an Absorbing Man and Titania, and I said, "Oh, because this is Ned and Betty's wedding." That was incorrect. That's this month. <laughs> that was ten years earlier. I'm, I'm going to plead the fact that it is it is past midnight, and I am worn the hell out. <laughs> and I made that mistake while covering uh, the last issue, and no one called me on it except like YouTube chat, which I wasn't paying attention to because uh, like a professional, <laughs> I'm right, trying right. to go to the issue. We're going back to May of I'll slap you. May of 1976. Um, issue 156 of Amazing Spider-Man. Here is the copy right here. Yes, uh, that's a great looking Ross and Ron, Ross Andrew, mm-hmm. or, or is that Romita? No, that's Ross Andrew. Okay, yeah. All right, so take us through this fight right off the top. There's a big fight. Yes, uh, and it, th- we should also mention that uh, this was written by uh, the the recently departed Len Wein. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, it, it's it's an interesting story. It's not like a you know knock your stock socks off game changer, but it's significant because it is the Bet- wedding wedding uh, yeah. between uh, uh, Ned and 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 Betty. Contrary and, to what you may have heard elsewhere last and, last month. And what good wedding doesn't have a shotgun with it, you know, or a or a uh, fight or some sort of family squabble. Right, it can't be a Marvel wedding without uh, without some sort of uh, without no. some sort of villainy. Although a lot of Marvel weddings have gone out without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so the issue starts off. Spider Man is swinging back towards his apartment. He's trying to get to the skylights and go in. His spider sense goes off, and he gets hit with a broom in the back of the head by Mrs. Muggins. Yep, Mrs. Muggins hits him three times, and once the first initial hit is so hard, Spider Man's seeing stars. Yep, he is, and I don't. It made me. It makes me wonder what's mightier, the Muggins, M- Mrs. Muggins' Arnold. broom, or Stegron's yeah. tail. Oh no, hey, that's a trick question. We already know Stegron's uh, tail. There's nothing mightier so than Stegron's. Miss Muggins gets in three broom swaps, and one of them knocks him off the damn building. Yep, he's forced to hide on the other side of the building, like like you know, off uh, you know, in the shadows. So the winner of this first fight, George, come Round on. Round one goes Miss Muggins. There you go, Miss Muggins. Miss Muggins beat ass. She was so concerned about him. In this panel, she goes, oh, my God, I've killed him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and she feels bad. Oh, no, it was an accident. It's like when Omer Fudd kills uh, Bugs Bunny in the opera. Yeah. You know, and then he, and then he immediately feels bad. <laughs> by, by the way, before we get to the next actual fight, you want to cut you off a Slim Jim from the 70s right there? Oh, Snap man, you off I, Slim Jim, man. Dude, I, I wish I could. Let me <laughs> tell you, I've, 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 got, I've got the munchies right now. That apple I ate didn't, didn't really Slim, help much. Slim Jim sounds or good. Or not apple, that orange I had. See, I can't even remember what fruit I had like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> you know, you and George should just get in a fight. But first, you should take some kung fu karate lessons. You can uh, send off and get a record right here if you'd like. <laughs> I want the Atlas body in seven days, though. That's what I <laughs> The Atlas body. <laughs> it's going to take longer than seven days, JR. <laughs> I don't know. I, lately, I've been giving a little, I've been adding more material to work with all the time, though. <laughs> those uh, those JLo spider setups have been uh, <laughs> working for you. And for, yeah, they've been over. Unfortunately, the pizza and the McDonald's are uh, taking their toll. So, so uh, <clears throat> Mary Jane shows up. Um, to uh to peter's apartment and peter's trying to get dressed for the wedding he can't do his tie mary jane fortunately she you know she she knows how to how to tie a gentleman's tie so she does it for him very very cute scene and they they leave there's uh, no U- youtube instructional videos back in 76 she just knows how to tie a tie she just knows how to tie a tie yeah and uh and so then uh, the door you know the door closes uh behind them but not in the good way yeah, exactly. They're going somewhere, but yeah, it's, it's on the wrong side this time. Yeah. <laughs> this time they're actually going somewhere, not staying for uh, 1980s cable and chill. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, cue the HBO logo. Da, 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 da. Yeah, whatever it is. So um, they they head off to the uh, oh gosh, what is it? I think it's some kind of convention center or wherever wherever they're. Uh, uh, what, do, what do they call it? Morgans of Malver- Malvern. That's what that, that's what they call this this facility where they're having their uh, wedding and reception. By the way, so, Ross Andrew, oh, underrated artist. Oh yeah, we talk about this all the time. Uh, underrated. Uh, Ross, Ross, Andrew, Ross Andrew and Gil Kane both um, did a lot of spider work that I, I think gets overlooked. Yes. Uh, when held up to other people, mm-hmm. uh, now, I'm not saying that they're overlooked in Toto. I mean, people recognize that they are fantastic artists. Yeah. 
you know, who worked on a, a myriad of titles for Marvel. But uh, I, I do think a lot of times uh, their their spider work gets overlooked. So I like to point out, like, whenever yeah. we're looking at impressive uh, Gil Kane or Ross Andrew art. Yeah. And uh, so Spidey, uh, him and MJ show up, and Spider Man's like, "I gotta eat. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat my own foot. I'm I'm impersonating Jr. right now." <laughs> You know, by giving while I'm going through the context of this and I'm just making things up. Eating some hot dogs, it looks like. No, it's not a hot dog. It's like a little smoky. Oh, yeah. He says, guess these little hot dogs are better than little. Yeah, a little hot. But look at it. It's a little smokies. It's either like a Vienna sausage or it's a little smoky. He's got some smokies and deviled eggs. It looks like I like to prefer to. Well, I I prefer to think that it is a little smoky and not a Vienna sausage because little smokies are awesome and Vienna sausages are nasty. I like both. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> so you like spam george i do like spam all right i do like spam uh okay uh sure we'll we'll do this um, i don't like spam <laughs> no when i was a kid my, my for the longest time after my parents divorced it was just me and my mom uh-huh living in a little apartment by ourselves you know when she did the best she could to to raise me and you know um ate a lot of malto meal in between, you know, uh, some we'd have, you know, good weeks where I'd have some uh, Cocoa Puffs or a Cookie Crisp and then other weeks where I'd have uh, Malto Meal. Mostly it was at least chocolate Malto Meal, but still Malto Meal. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a lot of times back then she would cook Spam. She had recipes for Spam. A lot of, a lot of women did back then. She, you know, she had recipes for Spam. Um, she would, but what she did for me is she would fry it up. Oh, I like fried Oh, yeah. Fr- right there. The, frying it in the skillet is the best way to do it right there. Mm-hmm. Cutting it up and frying it in the skillet. And uh, and, and she would put it on uh, on sandwiches with like Miracle Whip on it. So I literally have spam sandwiches with like like Miracle Whip. Oh, and my God, I, I still eat those today. I cook those for myself, for my own personal pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. um, one thing I also do with spam still, still to this day. And here's the thing about spam. It smells like like ass. No, coming I like the, the smell. Can. I don't know. Okay, so oh, oh, coming out of the is, can, coming I out of the can, there is a horrible smell. I thought you were talking about like fried. I'm like, no, no. no. When it's fried, it smells delicious. But when yeah. it's coming right out of the can for the first, I'll give, time, I'll give you that. I'll it give you is that. noxious. Every even someone like me who's eaten like I don't know ten thousand cans of spam in his life, <laughs> um, even to this day, I, I this, the smell is like no, oh, it's oppressive. Ye gods, what is this? But the minute, you know, you can you actually start frying it, you're like, oh, OK, cool. And then when it's actually done, you're like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. And uh, and you know what I do is I, I, I cook it. I cube it up. Uh, I'll put it in mac and cheese. Mm. I put it into uh, delicious salads. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, what dressing do you use? <laughs> <laughs> Deja vu. All right. Back at the wedding. Oh, back at the spam wedding. Oh, back, okay. at, back at the wedding. Oh god, that's funny. <laughs> uh, before, before, uh, before, I almost call, I almost call them Bed and Nettie. Before Ned and Betty can uh, can tie the knot, uh, a gang, a gang of no goods, shows up uh, at the uh, at the reception, and immediately puts a trank dart into like the the guy working the um, the cloak uh, or the coat check, the cloak room. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and this guy's named Mirage. He's got a, a funky costume. He's he, he's got that uh, that sixties um, Batman villain thing down, where where all of your henchmen kind of look resemble you in some way, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and so yeah. they're you know they run up the stairs behind him towards reception, and then they get to, they get to the wedding. They interrupt the wedding, and they're like, "All right, start filling our suitcases with all your cash, all your you know all all of your jewelry, right?" 
Robbie steps up, tries to get in their faces. And then, and then Jonah's like, no, no, Joe, stand down. I'll handle this. And then the dude puts a gun right in Jonah's face. And Jonah's like, dude, do you want to check? check right now here's a check go buy yourself a pony whatever it is that you didn't get as a little girl we have the very cowardice looking jonah right there There oh yeah that's that's jonah at his cowardly finest uh so while uh that's a distraction spider-man manages or peter manages to like shoot a what you know shoot a web out of his uh out of his cuff link you know or not from his cuff link but you know from underneath his is uh his sleeve his cuff uh, and hit the light switch and turn the lights off. And everyone's, oh, God, no, the lights are off. And, of course, by the time the lights come back on, who's there, Brad? Spider-Man. Spider-Man up on the ceiling, and it's time yep. to beat ass. Yeah. And and it's really cool because immediately the goons see him, and they start firing up at him. And we, we see, like, an upside-down panel while Spidey's uh, yeah. standing on the roof. And the villain's dialogue, because they're on the top, is upside down. Here, I'll, I'll show you the visual. I, I haven't seen this trick done. It was cool. Or the word balloon is upside down as Spider-Man's word balloon is right side up. That's very kind of cool. That's neat. Yeah, it's very, very cool. So um, so they start firing, and Spider-Man goes straight towards what who is obviously their leader and misses him. I mean, like, he's like, his feet are almost right on top of him, and suddenly he hits yeah. nothing. He hits, he hits empty air because Mirage isn't there because he's Mirage. He's a Mirage. This is his one trick misdirection yep so spider-man can't hit this guy meanwhile the goons are are still trying to shoot at him he disarms a couple of the goons he starts beating them uh down they tackle him they manage to kind of swarm him tackle him which you know and and here's the here's the thing when you're when you're a group of goons sure you can you can maybe manage to to all hit spider-man at once you know like when he's ready yeah. When he's ready to throw down with you, because and there's times like you know he does it here, like he, you know he's firmly planted his feet and is like, let's do this. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you about that. I love that panel right there. Oh yeah, he's like, are you scared? Come on, bring it. Come on, bring it. I mean, on the one hand, he could web these guys, but on the other hand, save this up must- the web fluid because you know you're about you're, you're fighting a dude that can appear anywhere. Right. So maybe spare the web fluid and just beat ass. Spare, spare the child. Use the, so use when, the web shooter. <laughs> yeah. So when they jump him, yeah. You know, it, I'm I'm reading this and I'm thinking, you don't understand. You you haven't grappled him. He's grappled you. Mm-hmm. And of course, immediately Spider-Man starts kicking people in the face, spinning people around, throwing them across the room, and it is glorious. Mm-hmm. Another guy tries to get him from behind. Spider-Man turn, throws a dude, turns around, punches this guy out. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, stick and move, stick and move, Jomo. Yep, no doubt. Goes back after the big boss, right? Mm-hmm. Goes back after the big boss, and, and and this time Spider-Man's thinking, okay, he's not even there. But this time the guy is there, and he actually hits him a couple of times. Spider-Man hits uh, Mirage hits him in the in the gut pretty good. Yeah, hits him in the gut. Well, because Spider-Man's thinking this dude isn't even real, and so when he cuts, this is how Houdini died. <laughs> but he punched him in the gut too hard right <laughs> so yeah spidey's like oh god you know why didn't the spider sense go off here oh because of comics it makes, it makes me wonder because comics well this is twice this issue he's had stars above his head that's true yeah yeah miss muggins and now mirage yeah and i i wish i could go uh and ask spider-man who hits harder miss muggins or or mirage and you know what the answer is stegron's tail <laughs> so <laughs> Although technically he hadn't fought Stegron by this point in time, yeah, <laughs> Stegron hadn't actually that's appeared. About 
Ten well, issues away. No, no, no. I take that back because Marvel team up nineteen. Team up. So he had already appeared. Never mind. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, so, so Spider Man gets uh, gets knocked back a little bit, and he's trying to he's trying to uh, to engage uh, Mirage and one on one fisticuffs and and melee, if you will. Uh, but Mirage again is starting to do his trick, where he's not even where you think he is. Spider Man attacks one place to find out that this dude is right behind him, not in front of him. And he manages to kick Spider-Man again. He hits him from behind, mm-hmm. like a like a judo chop, and into like the uh, the neck, and then sends Spider-Man down a very long staircase. Look at that staircase! It's a small panel, know, but right? it's a long and, staircase. And not once does Spider-Man try to stop himself. He just fall. He lets himself fall all the way down the staircase. Hmm. And then and then Mirage slides down the rail and lands with a kick on the Spider-Man's face. Spider-Man gets up, tries to hit him. Not there because he's a mirage, mm-hmm. right? And then suddenly, here's the real mirage. Bam! Punches Spider Man. This is a tough fight. Yeah, dude. Spider Man's like, dude, I'm not used to fighting people who aren't where they're supposed to be. Yeah, you know. And uh, and so unless he's like Mysterio. Yeah, unless their name's Mysterio. There you go. Well, then with Mysterio, it's like, ooh, I'm fifty foot tall, Mysterio. And Spider Man's like, oh my god, how did Sp- how did Mysterio mm-hmm. get fifty feet tall? And is never thinking, oh wait. There's no way a. It's kind of like fighting Nightcrawler, where he's here, then he disappears, moves over here, it, like that. Similar, kind of, kind of yeah. similar, yeah. So, so rather than keep going on this, because Spider-Man's like, dude, I'm I'm getting clobbered. Yeah, this guy's lighting me up. He does what any good superhero would do and destroy what is in the 1980s probably something you know a, a massive you know multi-tiered chandelier that is probably worth half Several. a million to a million dollars. Just bring it on down, Spidey. Bring it on down. I mean, down. this thing is giant. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and immediately I'm thinking, this is Spidey's go-to. And in my head, I'm thinking, no, this would kill people. Yeah, this would take a dude out. You could get this would this would kill someone if it landed on them. But Spider Man's like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm Screw tired it. of you. I'm tired of you chomping me. Here's a, here's a here's a ceiling. I mean, <laughs> not, here's a here's a uh, chandelier. Yeah. You know, eat chandelier. And it works. The Chandler crashes on him, and Spider-Man is like, "Luckily, this guy's electro suit uh, padding manages, you know, manage to uh, protect him from most of the impact." And I'm like, "How could you have even known that?" No, you wouldn't. He he should have been uh, gored right through the gut or whatever. This is that. attempted murder. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, fight's over. Um, Spider-Man goes back to the wedding. There's Mary Jane, looking very nice in her in her pink dress. By the way, looking very nice. Let's see here. And he manages to tie his tie finally. Good for him. So, so you better, no, not good for him. You can, you walk back with the tie untied and you're like, Mary Jane, can you, this, this came undone during the fight. Can you help me out? And then she's like, oh, sure. Here, come here. And then, you know, and then, then maybe you, you smooch her. No. Oh, okay. There you go. You know, I mean, that's why they do it in the movies. And then Ned and uh, Betty get married uh, soon to, to have a full life of, of bliss and happiness before them. And uh, and we end the issue with Doctor Octopus appearing to Aunt May, scaring but, scaring but her. Who caught the bouquet? Uh, Foreshadowing. It, it was yeah, it was Aunt May, and then yeah, Otto yeah. showed up. Yeah, and then Otto proposes eventually. Yeah. So who won that fight? Well, Spider Man won a fight because he dropped a massive chandelier on a man. <laughs> but I mean, it, this was a tougher fight than, uh, than you think. Now Mirage is not even, here's the thing. I mean, once Spidey, Spidey can struggle with a new villain if he doesn't know their shtick, but once he finally gets this down, I mean, like, no, I mean, what, what what's Mirage going to do with the Spider-Man again? Mirage would later go on to such uh such harrowing acts as getting killed by scourge. 
Right. And the <clears> bar <throat> with no name. The, w- when was that? Was that in Captain America? Yeah, that was in Captain America. Yeah, yeah. That was during the Serpent something? Serpent, Serpent, uh, I forgot. No, that was it. during, no, that wasn't during, uh, that was just like Scourge, the Scourge of the Underworld. That was the storyline. Scourge was oh, like okay. around killing people, yeah. killing bad guys. So one uh, spider loss, one spider win in this book. Uh, yeah, uh, clearly, uh, you know, Miss Muggins has got some payback coming at some point. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, Spider-Man wins uh, for what shouldn't have been a tough. I mean, like like if this dude had ever fought Spider-Man again, yeah. Spider-Man would have whipped this dude's butt. Well, you know, you know it's I, I think this is Mirage's first appearance. I could be wrong. It is Mirage. Um, he is like a C or a D list villain at this point. But do you think he came on like an A or a B? Just because of the initial fight, he came on more like a more like a, a low a low grade B, maybe. Yeah, just over time, you know. So the it was a draw for Spider Man. He won one. He lost one. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, this, yeah this well for the book it's a draw, but no with Mirage, no, there's no draw. Okay. He just got his ass. I'm, a, I'm a Before we wrap it up, I want to show some things in this old comic book. Evidently, in this book, uh, you had a Marvel value stamp down here that looks like a Hulk leg drawn by um oh herb trimping and also marvel was selling something that was new for the time that this did not catch on they're called comic book savers long before your white long boxes marvel tried to sell you some binders (laughs) with stickers on them where you could slide your comic book in there and save them so that was for sale in there um, Vankman brings up an interesting point in chat and yeah. says that uh, the whole thing with Doc Yock and Aunt May getting uh, married was uh, ASM 131, which would have oh, been like almost, almost two years before this one. Yeah, because remember when he shows up at the end of here, here at the end of this, That's he, right. you know, they, they know each other and it's like she's seeing him come back from the dead. You know, uh, so got it. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. This, this was this was where Doc Ock was the mysterious vagrant. And uh, Brad forced me to disclose that prematurely <laughs> uh, when when I did the issue. So. Also, uh, you could learn how to fix a car really fast by ordering this book right there. In seven days. In seven days. And what? Uh, what what's some others over here? Uh, you can earn money, extra money, selling bear, selling drugs <laughs> door to door with this kid right here. That's odd. Let's see what uh, any other ads that are popping out of me before we go. Popping out of you? popping out of me oh here's here's one for x-ray specs right down there you can get some x-ray specs in your comic uh you know i always wondered if anybody actually ever ordered any of that crap right and uh, what it turned out to really be so i ordered sea monkeys <laughs> and this looks like a john romita drawn daredevil hostess fruit pie ad because that face looks like a Romita. It does. It does a little. Yeah. And then you have Kill Raven over there on next to Stan's column. And I think that might be the only. Six months from now, you can be the boss of your own locksmith shop. So you can learn how to make keys. <laughs> Oh, I, I need to, I need to send off for that. The thing was, is that, you know, somebody would do this and, and it'd be like, Oh my God, I finally found a career. Not realizing that even back then um, there were no locksmith shops. There were just 
hardware stores. And that's where you went to go get a key made or have something open. And then uh, on the back cover, you can get prizes by, what do you got to sell? Let's see. Oh, you, you can go door to door and sell seeds for your garden. And if you sell so many seeds, you can win some of these prizes. Normally you go door to door selling seeds, you get arrested. <laughs> At least that's how it happens around here in my neighborhood, Jomo. So that was a monumental sp- event in spider history. Uh, even though it was in Fight Club, but uh, that was a milestone issue. Betty and Ned still even talked about this past year with Ned coming back to life. No, Ned didn't come back to life. Uh, his clone came back. I'm sorry. That's not the, yeah, it's not the same thing. Clone, clone Ned. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, any, the, the Martians invaded in 2011, says JR. That, you talking about Kill Raven? You know yeah. what? Yeah. Let's, let's do this, Brad. Yes, sir. Uh, everyone in chat. Okay. Before right. we wrap it up. Before we wrap it up. Every well, no, I mean we can we can already end the episode. I'm just saying okay. uh, this is folks and don't put this in the podcast. Okay. Folks in chat. <clears throat> what are some things that you would like to see it, to see us do on uh, on Friday night fights? Unlike Jr., who doesn't want to hear the 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 will of the common man, the will of the worker, who doesn't want to hear from the from the masses. That's because I'm, it's my show. My I'm asking. I am asking. You know, what do you guys want to say now? Here, there's some stipulations. Oh. You know me. You know me. No, no damn clones. <laughs> no Kane. No Ben. None of that crap. No, no symbiotes. No symbiotes. And no ultimates. No ultimate crap. No, uh, no Morlin because lol Morlin. You know, but what are some of the things that that you guys would like to see that that we haven't covered that you've been thinking about? Maybe throw throw it at me. That that limits it to the sixties, seventies, and um, early eighties. Clover fan says best Spider-Man movie fights. Oh, that's not a bad idea at all. Didn't we cover amazing the the? Didn't we do the ASM two fight? I don't with Doctor Octopus. I don't remember us ever doing a movie fight. Ooh. I don't ever remember that or animated animated mm. series fight. Mm. Mm. Movie fights is a great idea. Movie fights we could do. Yeah, movie fights we could do. The, the Doc Ock on the subway would be a great one. If you don't want to do more, Lund, do more JMS fights. There, were, I'm I'm trying to. Here's the thing: JMS's run was hit or miss for me. the The thing he did best was Peter and Mary Jane. Um, but I mean, like a lot of those fights were like villains that we weren't even really ever going to see again like that one guy like uh the squid <laughs> the gamma gangster digger you know and Remember and so, i mean those are those are, i mean even though that was beautiful J, uh, john ramita jr art it was like eh. ne- neil wants the ultimate clone saga <laughs> yeah neil that's okay i'll get in with you on monday night we'll oh that's these. funny that's funny doc ock versus spider-man spider-man 2 i that's my favorite I like that one. What was it? It was a great fight. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I love that subway. Was a good fight. Um, I think I think Doc Ock wins that one because he Doc Ock goes away and Spider Man is uh, passed out after he stops the subway train and he has to get lifted up. But um, yeah, technically, uh, it's it's kind of the the same thing as yeah. with uh, Crusher Krill. He, he Doc Ock puts in danger civilians. Yeah. And manages to get away, leaving leaving uh, Spider Man to try to save them, and then it winds up knocking him out. Spider Man versus Razorback from like Spec? Is that what you're talking about, Hornacek? Spider Man versus Ra- when he came to find his uh, sister from that cult or whatever. 
Yeah, I think that's driving driving the big pig. Yeah, driving the big, the big pig. pig. Yeah, uh, I don't you like know. that one? Is there is there a fight there? <laughs> uh, if so, it was very brief. Yeah, think uh, think of things where Spider Man actually <laughs> beat ass. <laughs> Spider Man versus editorial. <laughs> oh, editorial wins sometimes. Unfortunately. Uh, um, Neil says not memeing he wants to see some commentary on the final fight of Spectacular Spider-Man you mean the cartoon Neil because if so you actually are memeing is that the one with um, the symbiote hell I don't know and, and, and Uncle Ben is in the memory that's that's. I don't know, I don't oh, know. I don't Transformers know. 3 where Spider-Man fought Megatron that's kind of funny Clover what? fan you, you remember that the cover of Transformers issue number three, Spider-Man oh, webs you, up. I, Mag- I, was thinking, Mag- I was thinking of the movie. I was looking at Transformers no. 3. I was like, the hell? Spider-Man no. wasn't in that. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, we could. We could. Dude, if I can find that somewhere. I, I've got it. I've got you? it. I could probably send you the images on uh, my phone or something. You could see it. I may. I may. Look, I don't, if I can, if I can locate it. You know, Spider-Man fought Transformers before. Like when IDW had the license, because I remember that cover Megatron has Spider-Man in his palm. So of the IDW, uh, either that or whatever license. I was to say because IDW wasn't doing Marvel stuff. No, I take that back. Whatever that yeah. company had Transformers for a little bit, uh, but there was an Avengers versus Transformers, and I don't know if Megatron says to spider-man that we fought before or something like that but spider-man and megatron have gone up against each other i know when they re-released the trade paperbacks of um the original transformers they actually had to uh yeah color spider-man out and make him look like some just random dude. other character yeah some random yeah. dude <clears throat> huh Oh, what about any of the lizard fights, Spider-Man? Yeah, actually, Matt Bird. Uh, oh, yeah, Symbio Bro. What about Mayday fights? It seems like we did a Mayday fight. No, I take that back. I made a Mayday fight. I already know which Mayday fight I want to do now. Yeah, yeah, we could do a Mayday fight. Uh, 2099, I did say I was open to 2099 fights, so we oh. could do a couple of those. Um, Neil says he feels bad. I'm sorry, Neil. Uh, let me see. What did did he ever answer? Uh, yeah, I think he's talking about the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. In which case, yes, he he was memeing me. He was that was a yes. Um, <laughs> how about more <laughs> Jr. That's good. <laughs> how about more Green Goblin fight so Jr. can take over the show? Oh, oh that's fair. Yeah, Jr. wrote it himself. <laughs> yeah, suck it, Fettinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i got a bridge i want to sell you get it a bridge seriously <laughs> no really a bridge <laughs> that was that was cringy dialogue J- jr what would a uh, george be like with a symbiote <laughs> well i would i would say probably what would happen would there be a, a bacon shortage because it'd be uh you know, it would be Spider-Man would have to be investigating all the bacon robberies uh, for one. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I would be easy to find. <laughs> would, would you, would you, what would you do with your symbiote, George? <laughs> Eight brains, I guess. It's apparently what they do. I don't know, Brad. <laughs> oh, they did. Spider-Man was captured by Megatron. They didn't mention the previous encounter. Oh, that's disappointing, Neil. That would have been a nice little. Wink, wink. We've fought before. Yeah. 
There two different continuities, Neil says. Okay. I, I would ask JR uh if there's any fights he can think of, but I JR doesn't even care about them. He, he covers them like and then a fight happens, okay. And then we get fight, back to fight, fight. Then we well, get back to the story that I want to paraphrase. Yeah. But see, that's it. That's my that that's George, how we can coexist then because then you can cover the fights that I blah 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 over. Yeah, but you know, you, you know if, I, if I if you guys are like Venom and Carnage, so if I put you two together, I would have Friday night spider history fights. Okay, okay. <laughs> isn't that what you got now? Yeah, that's what I got now. <laughs> uh, did Spider Man get into any good fights in the DC crossovers? Um, yeah, actually, you know, we we could do uh, Spider. There was a um, yeah that one with Joker and Carnage and and Spider Man and Batman. But it's got a symbiote in it. But it I does have a symbiote in it. But it's also got Batman and the Joker, dude. And I love Batman and the Joker. Did Batman and Spider Man fight in that one? I don't remember. No, no. Batman and Spider Man were actually actually kind of chummy. Like I, they met each other because there were there were two, and one of them. God, I can't remember now who the other one involved. I mean, we did though the a show with the uh, Spider Man and Superman, right? Michael Bailey yeah. guest starred on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So we, we might. Should we invite Bailey back for the Batman one? That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe. That'd be fun. If he wants to come, sure. We, we, yeah. We're welcome to have Michael Bailey. But um, let me see. What did he? Uh, Matt Bird said, how about Spider-Man and Molten Man? If I can find a good Molten Man fight. Yeah, what I'll go back and look ASM at ASM 138, I remember them on a subway. Like, him choking him. I'll go back and look at it. Yeah. Um, Carnage and Joker was the Batman-Spider-Man drawn by Bagley. I don't remember yeah. what the DC published one was. Let's look that up. I think that was with Kingpin and Raza Ghoul. Yes. Wasn't yes. It? You're yeah. right. Yep. 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 Yeah. You're right. Yep. That's Bruce that Wayne was. devised a, a cure. The Kingpin uh, betrayed Raza Ghoul. And so Batman <laughs> devised a cure for Kingpin's wife or something like that. But, <laughs> but it's a good episode because, uh, or a good episode. It's a good issue. Uh, because we got to see uh, Spider-Man just kick the, kick the shit out of the Joker. Oh my god! <laughs> Spider-Man kicked the out of the Joker. Yeah, he punched him out. Oh man, I haven't read that book since the nineties. My favorite, my favorite Spider-Man versus my, Joker. Hit, there you hitting, go. Hitting my favorite villain. Mm. Like you know, and, and this is the thing: Joker being my favorite villain. I think it's why I have such a visceral. Um, automatic hatred of stuff that is obviously trying to copy the Joker. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably why it is. I, I think it's why my reaction was so strong when Scott uh, or when Slot uh, effed up uh, Phil Urich and made him the new Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. And when he first appeared with that, you know, jackass fire sword. And, I never and knew that, that the Joker was your favorite villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I've said that many times. JR, mm-hmm. you probably remember that going back to. Oh, who's back who's your favorite Spider Man villain, George? Probably Dr. Octopus. It used to be the Green Goblin, but it's probably Dr. Octopus at this point. Is it because he died and came back? No, it's... I mean, uh, Norman. Um, there's just been a lot of bad shit done with Norman. I, you know what probably soured me on Norman more than anything was that Dark Rain crap? Hmm. That probably made me like, you know what? This this dude worked better when he was in the ground. Um. <laughs> I think that's probably where that comes from. But yeah, and, and it's the same thing with Carnage. I think I have such a visceral hatred of Carnage because it is such a, a 
clear attempt at a Joker mm-hmm. pastiche. And I think that's why I hate it so much. I, oh, uh, I mean, definitely. I think, I yeah. think they've admitted that as well. Haven't they? They yeah. particularly like when he first appeared or something and just the, it's like, that's so obviously the Joker. Oh, you know what, Joey, that is pretty good. That, that fight with the lizard and, and torment that McFarlane won. You know, it, the doom, it, doom, it, doom. Yeah, it seems like I went back and looked at that, and there's actually not as much fight as you think there is. There isn't. He, he seems to get beat up. It's like five issues of getting his butt whooped. I'll go back and look through them. I mean, maybe we could cover all five of them at once and just focus on the fights. Yeah. You know, that'd be one thing. Um, yeah. I've considered doing a, a, a study like Spidey in the Secret Wars and just go through every <laughs> every fight he had there, you know, that he beat ass. And in fact, we may I think we may do that since we're having to do these with Jr. now. I think Jr. should be blessed with this kind of. Uh, Did he ever get in a fight in Secret Wars, too? I know he sh- told the Beyonder how to pee. <laughs> he didn't show him. He didn't tell him how to pee. He taught him how to poop. No, it was pee. I thought nope. go back and read that issue. I thought he said he had a, his bladder was full or something like he that. He said, it, no, he said it, it, he, had, he felt like pressure in his stomach or something like that. That's not, you got to pee. Oh, that's that, not pee. Okay. Yeah. That's, I got to poop. Spider-Man taught the Beyonder how to poop. <laughs> and that was, I, that aside from finding the uh, golden notepad inside of uh, Kingpin's golden building uh, was like, I think like his extent of uh, uh, Secret Wars, of Secret Wars it's, <laughs> it's just a little bit more was done in that than uh, Contest of Champions. <laughs> It was so piss poor. Oh man! Even as a kid, I was disappointed. That it really was, especially after such such a buildup of the first one. But I know because you know because the first one was so awesome. Shut up, Jr. Well, the, pro- the and, uh, problem was every every corner box in the right hand side said "Secret Wars Two continues here." Yeah, and uh, you get excited, and then it would be crap. Yeah, I know. Well, well, I mean. It- Without uh, without getting into the whole Secret Wars uh, thing, but I mean, yeah, it was taking something that worked that was very popular, and then just doing a complete. I mean, with, with the exception of Incredible Hulk three twelve, where we learned Banner was an abused child. That that's one of the best Hulk books of all time, and it was a Secret Wars two crossover. Yeah, because because uh, at the end, the Beyonder showed the Hulk how to get back to his world from the crossroads. So, no, I mean, because he was a tortured soul. I mean, there was lots of things that, you know, that, that changed uh, the status quo after Secret Wars. Not so much after Secret Wars 2. And Marvel was pretty quick to want to move away from Secret Wars 2 after it was over because people were like, this, mm-hmm. wow, is this ass? Well, then they, they tended to do uh, crossovers within universes. So there was like a mutant massacre. And what what else was there? Well, I, I think what fans were hungry for with the Secret Wars two, and especially when Marvel started to tease it, was they wanted to see more of what they saw the first time, except like maybe with different heroes, or maybe in mm-hmm. a different you know they wanted to see heroes and villains having to fight like another mini war against one another. Instead, we bring Burt Convy to Earth, <laughs> you know, and yeah. teach him how to, and teach him how to poop. <laughs> Yeah, it was very much the the visitor from another world coming to the planet when we wanted just heroes versus villains thrown into a pot and just boil, you know? Was there, a, you, coherent, you know, was there a coherent storyline in Secret Wars 2, by the way? I mean, what, it, what it, was the it, objective? It, it was the Beyonder coming to Earth to find how to become human. You know, oh, my Lord. You, you could have watched any Star Trek episode for that. You know, the, another problem with Secret Wars 2 is Al Milgram's pencils. Versus Mike Zek and Bob Layton's pencils. Al Milgram, Al Milgram was a fine artist, but my God, Mike Zek. Mike Zek I, in the I first. Not an Al Milgram 
art fan. Uh, do you know who originally drew the first issue of Secret Wars 2? It was fired by Jim Shooter. Who? Our pal Sal Buscema. What? Yes. Sal Bus- Okay, hold on. I'm going to the... Hold on. You'll love this. Uh, give me a minute. You didn't know that, George? No. Huh. I wonder now how, how different that would have looked. Because I real, but I really liked Zach's work on Secret Wars. Oh my lord! Oh, Brad's not there. I guess I should look back at the uh, actual window. Jr. is only there. Mm, just hi, me. Hi, Jr. Hi, Brad. It's an exciting Brad cam right now. Ooh, mm. shake it, shake it like you mean it, Jomo. Shake, shaking what your mama gave you. So, <clears throat> meanwhile. <laughs> I bought this years ago because I never thought it'd be collected again before Marvel Universe, before Marvel Unlimited. I bought that. The Secret Wars 2 Omnibus. Oh Look how thick that thing is. Wow. That, that has all nine issues of Secret Wars 2. And it has here, there's all the pictures of every book in that thing. That's, that's every- not even how I looked on the cover. That's not even how you looked. I was going to say, that's a rather dreadful, uh, that's, just, that's even well, creepier that, than Burt Convy. Well, that's a modern art on it. On the cover, he looks like uh, he looks like that Spielberg cartoon. What was it, Freakazoid? <laughs> okay, so when you read the history of my, I think, let's see here. Because they have some unpublished pictures in the back of this, and it has Sal's pencils. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Marvel Editor-in-Chief and Secret Wars 2 architect Jim Shooter originally hired artist Sal Buscema to draw his epic tale. Sal penciled the entire first issue before Wait bowing... Is this Secret Wars 1 or 2? 2. Secret Wars okay. 2. Oh, I thought you Sal- meant Secret Wars 1 earlier, and I was like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's what I thought you were oh, talking Secret about. Oh, Secret Wars 2 he penciled. Okay, Sal- I, I wish he would have done Secret Wars 2. It- yeah, the, he bowed out of the project. I heard he was fired, but presented here are the unused pencils for Secret Wars 2, courtesy of Al Milgram's personal collection. Hmm. So here, oh my gosh, this is a tomb. Uh, here are some pictures of Sal's Secret Wars 2 stuff. So why was he fired? I mean, that's that's the... I think, the, I think uh, Shooter didn't like his pencils. What? I know, for this story. And he liked Al Milgram's instead. So those well, here's are- here's the thing though. Sal Buscema is a fantastic artist. You know, Brad. I'm a Sal I'm, fan. I'm a big Sal fan. Yeah. I, I think maybe what Shooter was thinking was is that you know like Sal's work because here's the thing: Secret Wars Two was not an action story, whereas Secret Wars One had been a basically a, a just a, a giant brawl and a war mm-hmm. over twelve issues. Secret Wars Two was was like a, a situation comedy rom-com you know dramedy or something like that mm-hmm. oh my god they talked a lot in that thing and and so you know i i think maybe that's maybe that's why it was maybe he's like you know maybe have let's let's have sal do things where people beat ass and oh, not so much where it's like this this thinking man's secret wars which is what i'm giving people which is what they want uh, oh apparently they don't Here's um, it said in uh, Captain America 308, page eight, it had a printing error uh, attributed to a new flexographic press, which we chose to correct for this collection. 
Presented here is the original panel and a rather tongue-in-cheek Mighty Marvel correction kit, which ran the letter columns of Cap 310. So when the issue appeared in Cap 308, Captain America did not have a nose. See? So they fixed it in a letters panel later. <laughs> oh, my God. So that that air that aired, that that was printed in Cap 308 as an error. I think I remember that, actually. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That looks familiar now. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. This book is big. I can't believe you bought a Secret Wars 2 omnibus. You'll literally I, you'll, you'll I buy did. anything. No, I, I no, you will. You'll buy anything. I I want you. The reason I bought this because I think I paid like fifty bucks for it. Oh no! And, oh, <laughs> there, th- this is before oh, this is before Marvel Unlimited, and I'm like, I just want to sit down and read the sequel to my one of my favorite miniseries of all time, and I want to see if it's still as bad as I remember it. And I never got around to reading the book again, <laughs> mainly because it's hard to hold. Omnibuses are thick, but. Uh, so, so you you paid fifty bucks for something mm-hmm. that you remember as a bad story, just because you wanted to see if it was as bad as you remember, and you still haven't gotten around to ever <laughs> confirming that it was. Well, you know, that's that's, true. that's fifty dollars. That's fifty dollars, Brad. That you just you, you take it out and out of your wallet and wipe your butt with it. <laughs> so, oh, here's the, here's the here's the scene with Spider Man and pooping. Hold on, let me let me read. Okay, let me see here. Uh, okay. Spider-Man, hey, I know Reed Richards, he's a genius. He's the leader of the FF, you know, the... Uh, uh, boy, I guess I've been a rotten host. Is there anything I can get you? A drink of water, maybe? He says the Beyonder. Will that relieve this strange pressure, this fullness I feel in my lower abdomen? Spider-Man, uh, no, it'll probably make it worse. Sounds like you have to uh, go to the bathroom. Explain. Now, here's the thing, Brad. Does that you- sound like number one or number two? Okay. Well, okay. Think. Think about it, genius. Whenever you got a, whenever you got a tinkle, Brad, where do you feel it? Do you feel it in your lower abdomen, or where do you feel it, Brad? There you go. There's the uh, the poop scene. Uh, first bathroom. Jr. Jr. Please explain it to him. I, uh, I mean, I have a hard enough time explaining uh, reading to him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I have to explain human biology here. Uh, these I mean, pages, how am I going to get a, how am I going to get a gift that explain that? So, Brad, so, when you do the TT dance because you can't get to the bathroom, <laughs> where is the pressure worst? Where do you feel it? I want I want you to. It's not your lower abdomen. I want you to guess the amount of pages in this omnibus. How many pages are in this book? They're they're printed at the bottom. Take too, a guess. Too damn many. <laughs> What's your number on the Price Is Right? Hang on. Let me, I'll guesstimate it, but I'm doing it with math. <laughs> What's your number, JR? Uh, if I say 800, George will just say 801, and then he'll get the <laughs> prize. Uh, but I guess I'll say 800. I'm going to say 560. No, I'm going to say 600. I'm going to say 600. Cloverfield, 542 in the chat. YouTubers, what's your guess of how many pages are in this thick omnibus? Keep going. By the way, there's a, the last page. I mean, there's like maybe 10 additional pages that aren't numbered. But at the very end, I do have a number. Uh, uh, all right. The correct answer is oh God, 1150 pages of content in Secret Wars 2. How? 
Oh, oh, because it has all the tie-ins. Oh, all the tie-ins. See, look. At I this. get it now. I'm like, yeah. what, what, what kind of supplemental crap are they putting? And then it hit me. Well, dude, I, I thought it? like it meant like, oh, and here's the letterers. You know, the 30-page backstory well, on Well, you know, they, they left out two issues from this. Do you, can you guess which issues they left out of this book? Uh, ROM. Yep. And, uh... Yep. You got one of them. Whatever. Uh, G.I. Joe. No, it wasn't G.I. Joe. Um, it, it's something think, they lost the license for, clearly. Think smaller. Think smaller. Micronauts. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I knew it had to be a licensing thing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. So out of the YouTube, out of the YouTubers, we we have established that a good fight would be Spider-Man versus Batman versus Carnage versus Joker. Amazing. Or a Spider-Man Two, the Subway Train fight. I would agree. Did we miss it? the Torment Lizard fight? Five issues of Todd McFarlane. I'll go back and I'll go back and look at that one, but it seems like several, several people have mentioned that one. The doom, doom, yeah. Doom, but doom. here's the thing: you you you're you're remembering it in your head, and just because you remember a fight doesn't actually mean the fight was good to cover on cross. A lot of times you remember a fight and you go back and look at it, and the fight itself is really only like a page and a half, or maybe two pages worth of action. I must have got a steal on this omnibus. Guess what the price tag is on the back of this? No, thing. Brad. If you paid fifty dollars for that, you didn't get a steal, sir. The, the price tag is ninety nine dollars. And ninety nine cents. You're still out fifty bucks on eleven hundred pages that you're not going to read. <laughs> Jr. Jr. Do the math for him. Help him out here. <laughs> um, here, let me see when this book was. How how long has this been on my shelf that I've not read it? Uh, by the way, Spec Two Hundred. Have we covered that one? That's a good fight. Did we? I don't. I don't know. I don't think we Spec have. Spec Two Hundred is a great fight, Joey. I may have gone back and looked at it. I know I've looked at it, but I think I may have gone back and looked at it, and this it turned out that it didn't actually have a whole lot of fight in it. was printed in 19... Or, no. Oh, my gosh. This has been on my shelf since 2009. Wow. This just book's been a money you'll never see again. 50, I spent 50 bucks nine years ago, and I still haven't read that book. <laughs> And nine years ago, $50 was even more money than it is today. <laughs> you could have bought a, uh, you could have bought a, a, a brand new uh, Ford Taurus. And no, they didn't have those nine years ago. That's funny. I'm kidding. Should we call it, gang? It's 1 a.m. I think so. YouTubers, yeah. thank you for sticking around the after hours with the crawl space here and suggesting some fights. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, I'll look up some of those fights and, uh, and see what Yeah. Yeah. yeah.